everybody, this is Jarrell Krillich, Frisco Fit City Ambassador, welcoming you to this edition of the Get Moving Minute. Um, all right, guys, I this is week seven. Welcome back, week seven of the Diabetes Prevention Program. So if you typically listen to the podcast for just a quick couple of minutes of nutrition, motivation, um, inspiration, go ahead and skip this episode and move on to the next. If you are following along because you're interested in joining a diabetes prevention program and you don't have access to one in your area or you don't have the ways and means to work with your own personal health coach, keep following the podcast and go to my website, friscofitcity.com. I have resources there under diabetes prevention program. You can you know, download the curriculum there and follow around along and have your own little workbook um, and sheets to set your goals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's also information on where you can find a group or a workshop in your area um, through the CDC website. And just know that most all of the Ys across USA offer diabetes prevention program, and that is a great, great resource for you as well. So let's dig into week seven of the diabetes prevention program. All right, guys, you're almost halfway. You're almost halfway through the first first 16 weeks of the program. So by now, I hope you're seeing a little progress, right? We're trying to lose five to 7% of our total body weight, and we're trying to consistently get active at least 150 minutes a week. This week, we're gonna link the two together because we're gonna talk about tipping the calorie balance in your favor, okay? What do I mean by that? Well, we're gonna figure out how to burn more calories than you take in. And look, there's a lot more going on than just this. And I wanna, here's my little disclaimer, okay? This is not a diet. This is not about calorie restriction. We're still focused on establishing a healthier pattern of eating over time. We're still focused on adding more whole, healthy foods to our diet. We're still focused on adding more fruits and vegetables to our diet. We're still focused on balancing our a wide variety of different types of protein um, at our meals. We're still focused on um, using complex carbohydrates, the right carbohydrates. We're still focused on cutting out as many processed foods as we can, reading our labels. We're still focused on choosing foods that are nutrient dense versus just loaded with a bunch of empty calories, okay? But it's important to understand how calorie balance works. It's just one little piece of the puzzle, okay? It is not the whole picture. So that is my little disclaimer. So as we go through this, please understand that we're not talking about a restrictive diet. We just want to make sure everybody understands how energy balance works and you've been tracking your food long enough to maybe have identified some things that you're doing every single day where you might be taking in some additional um, sugary calories or some additional empty calories that may be easy for you to cut out at some point, which could, could result in, you know, a savings of 100, 200 calories a day, 300 calories a day. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a huge amount over time. It is a huge amount over six months. It is a huge amount over a year. And, you know, this can result, you know, we're talking, you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds 
um, at, over the course of a year or two years. So I think that that's really important to point out. All right, so let's talk about setting a, tar- a target. The idea of burning calories that you that you take in is not new. You know, people find that they make significant changes just from getting a better general understanding of this balance. Okay, so we're not talking about you know restriction in the sense of just counting calories. We just want to make sure everyone has an understanding. So our goal this week is to kind of help you identify some ways that you might be able to kind of supercharge what you've been doing already in terms of your activity and changes you've been making with your diet. So think about your tracking and what you've been doing and where could you eliminate 200, 300, or 500 calories a day, all right? If we can change this calorie balance by this amount, it just may help you shed an additional half a pound, one pound, one and a half pounds per week, okay? And look, it's not always necessary to go straight to counting calories, all right? We just want you to be able to use this concept, okay? Um, and I'm, I bet that what we're talking about today is not new to most of you, okay? So there's three different ways we can do this. We can cut the calories from our diet, okay? Like take a look, find where the ones that might be hiding in plain sight, okay? We can burn more calories from our activity, okay? So we can progress with our activity, right? We can either progress with our intensity, progress with our activity minutes, or maybe now's the time to start thinking about adding in some strength, okay? So those are that's a, that's a way we can burn more calories. Or number three, we can combine the two, okay? And this a lot of times is the easiest for folks, okay? because it requires smaller changes in a couple of different areas rather than one bigger change, okay? So let's talk about this a little bit more detail, okay? Here's where we get into trouble, okay? We either don't realize how calorie dense something is that we're eating or we don't have a good understanding of what's an appropriate portion, okay? So let's think about the calorie dense foods that you specifically have been tracking, that you specifically eat on a regular basis, okay? So think about those foods, the ones that have a lot of calories for any given amount, okay? Some of these are gonna be obvious, right? Like your sodas, your sports drinks, candy, cookies, desserts. But some healthy foods kind of fall into this, you know, some of these healthy foods fall into this category too, okay? Um, you know, avocados, brown rice, all of our breads, um, you know, dried fruit, um, our nuts, right? So these are very calorie dense foods, right? So very healthy to eat. We can eat them every day, but we need to pay attention to our portion size, right? Portions. Let's understand, you know, understand that a portion size is going to be really helpful when you're trying to manage how many calories you're eating, Okay. So think about those nuts. I mean, they, 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 they're very healthy. You know, this is a whole real food that your body needs, right? But we can overdo it, you know? A fourth a cup of cashews is 150 to 200 calories, okay? I mean, but like what's 200 calories of an apple? I mean, think about that. Like that's probably two apples and then you have this tiny little bit of nuts. So, you know, think about these things. What's gonna be more filling? You know, what does a quarter cup look like? I mean, that's about what you could fit in the palm of your hand, right? 
I mean, one extra, you know, you go back and you have that extra handful of, of cashews. Well, I mean, you that's like 300, 400 calories, right? So I want you to think of an area where you might be eating some calorie dense foods or drinks and you're not paying attention to your portion size. So it could be as simple as just paying attention to the portion size, right? So let's think about common portion sizes. I think we've talked about this before. Um, I love these things because it's easy. Think about the palm of your hand, okay? The palm of your hand is generally about three to four ounces, right? Which is usually what we recommend for a serving of protein or a serving of meat. And it's relative to your hand size, right? A child's hand is smaller than yours, they need less. A six foot five man, you know, his hand is, a, you know, a basketball player, his hand is way bigger than mine, right? He needs more. Think about the size of your fist, okay? Your fist, about the size of your fist is about a cup. So think about that. Like, what does your fist look like? That's about how much pasta you need to be eating, right? About That's about one serving of pasta, or that's two servings of ice cream. Now, open the like open your hand like a cup like an open handful right what you could hold in your hand is about a fourth a cup so that's another good way to think about how to measure these things think about the top half of your thumb as being about a tablespoon okay which is about a half a serving of peanut butter and think about the tip of your index finger you know that's the one you point with right about the tip of your finger as being one teaspoon. So I hope that these little, this, this helps you visualize, identify, you know, portion sizes. You can use the palm of your hand, right? Your thumb, the tip of your finger. What is the, what does your fist look like? How much can you hold in the cup of your hand, right? I think, you know, it's just really important for us to understand how many calories are in different foods, you know, that we're, that we're commonly eating. That's gonna be the most helpful and relevant to you. Okay, we've gotta start tracking and paying attention so that we can just learn and educate ourselves. Okay, this isn't about counting calories, it's just about learning and creating some awareness, right? You know, like learning that a typical 12 ounce soda has about 150 calories. Learning that a medium sized iced tea that's sweetened has about 150 calories. Learning that three ounces of salad dressing, you know, which is about the amount you would cover your palm, the palm of your hand is 300 calories, you know? So it's like just that alone, if you started using half the amount of salad dressing that you normally use, you're cutting out 150 calories right there. You know, understanding that a candy bar is about 250 calories and it's completely loaded with 100% empty calories just energy, no nutrition, right? So if we're not burning that energy, we're storing it as fat because our body's not using it for anything else. I think that that's important to understand. All right, so how can you apply it? Well, let's remember, you're gonna set a goal. How many calories are you trying to find to cut out of your diet or increase your activity levels to burn? 
and think of your regular diet right now and think about you like what's going to be best for you like don't be afraid to make these micro changes you know don't be afraid to start with a hundred cutting out a hundred and then moving to 200 and just going at a slower pace if that's best for you so think about the things that you like to eat the things that you like to drink on a regular basis i promise you guys if you can dig into the things that you're doing most of the time this is your opportunity okay so try to list at least two or three things that you can think of that you're consistently doing all the time where you could make a small change and it would make a big difference over time think about you know about how much do you think you eat of these specific foods in a single serving and use the side use the size guide with your portions If you're not sure, you know, put in, you know, Google it, put in an estimate, research it, look, but just know you, you've got your hands always with you, right? You can always use that to figure out portions. Okay. So I want you to think about based on what I've just shared with you, what do you want to try to cut out this week? And I want you to think about, you know, how are you going to check the calories on all these foods? Are you going to use Google? Are you going to you know, find the number of, you know, cal you know, are you going to check labels? Um, are you going to download an app to track? Are you just going to write in a notebook? Like, how are you going to do that? So really think about that and come up with a plan. All right. You know, this, like when we use food tracking, it's, it's so you can start tracking your food and creating some awareness. Okay. Cause we want you to have a greater awareness about what you're doing now, what you're typically doing now, what are your eating and drinking habits? Okay. It's not so you can judge yourself and immediately start making changes. It's so that you have the information that you need to know where you need to make changes. Okay. And this, this looks like so many different ways for different people. Okay. I mean, some people take pictures. Um, some people use apps, like they love using apps. They like to use apps. Um, some people just say, I'm just going to focus on portions. I'm going to do everything I normally do. I'm just going to make my portions a little bit smaller. Some people are like, you know what? Sugary drinks. That's my thing. I'm just, I'm, I'm cutting that out. That's, that's what I identified as all these extra calories are coming from. And that's where I need to make a change. Um, you know, you're going to have these logs so that you can look over them and look at your food and look at your drinks. And that's going to help you focus in on where you specifically need to make changes. Because I promise you guys, when you are establishing a healthier pattern of eating and you want it to be sustainable and you want to, you know, lose weight or just get healthier, it's got to be based on your preferences and your likes. You've got to establish this, you know, start making healthier choices, but it's got to be based on things that you like, and it's got to be realistic around what's available to you and the choices that you need to make every day. Okay. So let's talk about activity for a little bit, you know, a little bit like food, the impact of, of activity on calories is kind of based both on the type of activity and how much of it you do. Okay. So same thing with our food. We can make better choices and activities that, that are going to help make sure that you're getting the most bang for your buck in terms of the time that you're spending being active. Okay. 
So I want you to make sure that you're still looking at activities that are, uh, are that fit you best, right? And if you can do that, then it's going to be easier for you to keep it up with over time. And and let me tell you something, guys. The best exercise plan is the one that you're going to do. And if you're going to do anything for the rest of your life, you know, for 30 minutes a day, an hour a day for the rest of your life, don't you think that if you're going to spend that much time doing something, it should be something that you enjoy that somehow adds value to your life? I think when we first start out and we're out of shape, that first workout just feels horrible. Like, oh my God, this is so tough, right? It gets better over time, but I want to encourage each and every one of you to keep trying different things until you find something that you like. Because if you don't like it, you're not going to look forward to it. You're not going to do it. You're not going to build it into your life and lifestyle, and you're not going to keep up with it. Okay. And it, and it, it just needs to be a fit. You know, is it going to be walking every day? Is it going to be just simply getting out in nature? You know, is it going to be riding a bike? Is it going to be hiking? Is it going to be playing a sport? Is it going to be strength training? Is it going to be something totally different? You know, is it going to be dance class? Is it, I mean, is it going to be social with friends? Do you prefer for it to be solo because maybe you just spend tons of time with people and your workout time needs to be your alone time? It's going to be different for everybody. Okay. So think about the types of activity that you're doing. Um, and you know, pay attention to the same thing with the food, you know, look up how many calories you're burning. So, you know, um, and last, you know, last week we, we talked a little bit about, you know, just being more active in your daily life. Okay. So. You know, if that's just walking near your house instead of driving or, you know, biking instead of driving or taking the stairs or parking further away, you know, or standing while we work, getting a stand-up desk, um, you know, just don't forget about all the, the just movement of, you know, daily activities of living that we do, you know, vacuuming, gardening, um, organizing, uh, cleaning our house, um, chasing and playing with the kids, just being active. It's about, you know, moving more than we sit. This is a totally different benefit that our body gets um, from a structured exercise routine. They're both extremely important and they're both extremely beneficial to you in terms of the success of this program and improving your health for the rest of your life. Okay. So let's kind of wrap this up, pull it all together here. I mean, just start thinking in terms of setting your goal. Is it going to be, how am I going to cut out 500, 300, 200 calories each and every day? How am I going to do that? You know, am I deciding I want to do it just from my diet? Am I deciding I'm going to progress with my activity? I'm going to either add minutes to my activity. I'm going to add intensity or I'm going to progress with strength. What is that going to look like for you? Or I'm going to try something totally different. Or I'm going to do a mix of both. I'm going to cut a little bit out of my diet and bump up my routine when it comes to activity. So I want you guys to really think about what it is that you're going to do. Write it down somewhere where you can see it. Set a goal for the week. If you're having trouble figuring out what or how to do it, then reach out to me, your coach. We can talk through it together. All right. You can always reach out to me at friscofitcity.com. I'm available and I'd love to help you. 
So what are the next steps? Okay, review the places you want to start to make changes. All right, is it going to be in your diet? Is it going to be in your exercise? How are you going to track it? All right, I want you to keep working on finding, you know, don't forget about the stuff we've already been doing. Keep working on finding balance in your meals, right? Are you eating 50% you know, of your food, vegetables, 25% complex carbs, whole grains, 25% protein? Are you using nutrition labels still to make better choices? All right, are you still working on cutting out the extra empty calories from sugary foods? Stay on track of the tracking that you're doing with your activity and your weight. Don't forget to track your weight. All right, and make sure that you have set a reminder to check the podcast next week for week number seven. This is Jarell Krillich, Frisco Fit City Ambassador, reminding you to get up, get out, get moving each and every day. And if you want more resources on Diabetes Prevention Program, please check out my website at friscofitcity.com.